It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charboil and El Bandito. Welcome to the fiesta. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Power Hour of Love starring Charbol and El Bandito. We hope everybody's having a good night tonight. We hope you're listening here on Podunk Radio every Thursday night at 10 p.m. You're sharing it here with the Power Hour of Love. Absolutely, and we hope that all you people are nice and safe in your little homes and things and not getting a steel chair to the side of the forehead. Oh, man. So you're just as amped up as I am about this upcoming weekend. (laughs) You know it, senor. And for those of you who don't know it, this weekend will be the WWE's Royal Rumble. Oh, man. One of my favorite uh, events of the whole year. It's just so cool to have all, like, you know, 30 superstars, Mm -hmm. like, in the ring, like, battling it out. One after the other, being eliminated one at a time, you know, thrown over the top rope. Exactly. Man, it's it's just such an awesome and exciting event, and it's so cool that, you know, for the last few years I've been able to watch it every year because growing up as a kid, it was never the event we could get. Sure. You know, we had to save up all of our pennies to get WrestleMania yep. or whatever one throughout the year was going to have a Hell in a Cell, you <laughs> know, because they would have one in there somewhere, and sometimes it was in Survivor Series or something crazy, yep. and um, that, was, that was always a must-see. But, you know uh, it. You but, know it. Yeah, they used to have so many of them, and you know we could only afford a couple here or there. They were expensive, um, you know. But the Royal Rumble was always the one. Like I had to get six years later on VHS, and, <laughs> you know, watch it. I know. was gonna say those were the type of events that you would go and rent the the VHS mm-hmm. and stuff like. That. I think I watched Royal Rumble like '94 and like '89 like multiple <laughs> times. My mom's like, "Didn't you already watch that one?" I'm like, "Oh no, I want I, I want to get this one again." Well, Is I, that good? Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, they were always very cool. I think the um the to me, the one that will like live on in infamy forever. Um and I don't know the exact number. Of, oh, I bashed my microphone. I don't know the exact number on it, but the one where Stone Cold Steve Austin came in number 1. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you remember he won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, right he now? lasted the whole the whole Rumble. Yep, yeah. Yep. That was probably either like 97 or 98 like that was like the height of Stone Cold's like fandom absolutely yeah you know and i i mean has anyone else ever done that i don't know if on the statistics on that but i think ray mysterio did ray mysterio okay i went to the live event when it was in miami Mm -hmm. in in 2006 and yeah i'm pretty sure he entered and then he he won he actually won the rumble i could be wrong though but sure i I know for certain like well he's wiry you know he has that latin (laughs) you know charisma so of course he can defeat 30 opponents but i'm willing to bet he just stayed the hell out of the way from 30 opponents well i was gonna say i know that you know the match itself usually runs over 60 minutes just because there's 30 opponents Mm -hmm. you know and they have they have a certain time frame you know they don't just come out every 30 seconds i think it's a minute and 30 or something right but another special thing about this upcoming royal rumble is it's actually the 30th royal rumble absolutely yeah so So we're looking for the big 3-0 i mean just last week we had the exciting 30th anniversary of nightmare on elm street the three 
What a blast that was. And now here we have another 30th anniversary, the WWE's Royal Rumble. And, you know, I don't follow WWE as closely as I used to, mm-hmm. but now supposedly they have, like, their brand switch again where, like, you know, SmackDown has its own titles and Raw has its own mm-hmm. titles. And, and I'm sure they're going to have those other matches there, too, and that's all good and fine. But, like, it's nice that the Royal Rumble is, like, you know, there's no divide. You know, there's not right. a SmackDown Royal Rumble and a Raw. Like, this is, like... All the guys getting together, you know, freaking battling it out. Mm-hmm. And I do got some news for you. Oh, you got some news about the Rumble? Yeah. Are yeah, you are yeah. you are, are you gonna break it right now? Yeah, some, let's have let, some deleted breaking news. Uh, you know, absolutely. <laughs> you know it, man. Well, you know, I know you heard about Goldberg. You mm-hmm. know, he's gonna be in there again, and, and of yes. course Brock Lesnar. So that's gonna be wild. Yes, to see that's them. gonna be fun to see those yeah. two monsters just tossing people out like they were <laughs> ragdolls. Absolutely. But it was just recently announced that. The Undertaker oh. is going to join the Rumble, which he hasn't <laughs> done in years. Yeah, so speaking of giants that are just going to throw people out of the ring. You know it. And there's been a lot of speculation mm-hmm. on, you know, possible guest appearance. There's always like a surprise. You sure. Know, like one year, like Bubba Ray Dudley came out. And mm-hmm. then um, who was it last year? There was someone who came out that was a bit. Oh, AJ Styles joined. WWE after working for TNA for like 10 years, like he, he debuted at the Royal Rumble. Nice. So yeah. they, they're always going to throw in something big, but just announced last week is that they announced their first inductee into the hall of fame for this year. Ooh, okay. And it's going to be Kurt Angle. Nice. So we might see, you know, an angle slam or an ankle lock, you know, <laughs> somewhere. I have a feeling he's going to come out. Yeah. Right? That he's going to show up at the rumble. Yeah. I mean, if I would, not to fight in it, but just to, well, to I think fight he, a match I think, somewhere. I think he's going to join the rumble. I oh, think you think he's going to be in it? Huh? I, I wouldn't say he'd, he'd be one of my, you know, bets to, to win it, mm-hmm. but, uh, he, you know, I think he's going to come out. I think that's going to be like well, well yeah, that's really awesome, you know, because I wrestled collegiately, you know, when I was in sure. high school and all that. And um, knowing what that, how that differs, what that really takes out of a person, to think that Kurt Angle really is a real life gold yeah. medal Olympian, oh, yeah. you're like, wow, that is truly amazing. And I think he, you know, they made him such a baby face that they almost <laughs> set him up to fail. Oh, yeah. You know, and you I, I feel always, bad. You suck. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know? But I mean, what, what, what a cool guy oh, you know what an amazing well of talent you know so yeah i'd love to see him come back and uh and put the ankle lock or the angle slam on somebody that'd be great well it's been about 10 years since he's been with the company you know mm-hmm. he went and moved on and went to tna for for a while but yeah so but yeah they just announced that that you know he's being inducted to the hall of fame so that's just speculation i just sure. feel that he's gonna pop up there but yeah, like so. If it happens, you heard it here first. <laughs> you know it. I mean, honestly, if you want to get into like you know prediction, mm-hmm. I I believe that the Undertaker's gonna win. You think Undertaker's gonna see? I, I really think Goldberg's gonna win. You think so? Yeah. You think they're gonna keep pushing that? Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna push Goldberg to to just just be a powerhouse. I think what might happen is Brock might eliminate Goldberg, mm-hmm. and then he'll get eliminated later. But that will kind of really re spark that feud and then they'll do they'll do another match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But I think they're gonna give Undertaker one more title shot gotcha. and then he's done. I think next year we'll be here and he's getting inducted in the <laughs> I mean that guy's Well that'll old. be like his thirtieth anniversary, right? <laughs> he's, the, 
I think he's like 54 yeah. or something. So he's getting up there. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, most wrestlers retire somewhere in their early 30s. Nowadays, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, also just recently. Um, well, most of them retire, but then they show back up like yeah, five years later. Yeah. Well, Jimmy <laughs> Superfly Snooker just mm-hmm. recently passed away. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was, he had been fighting. Um, yeah, that's a legend. Yeah, fighting cancer for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had a, <laughs> I mean, not, not so much in the wrestling news, but he, he had gotten into some trouble because back in the 80s one of his girlfriends had died Ooh. and um some evidence had come up where jimmy snooker may have actually murdered her oh my gosh so there was this whole big thing going on and i, I mean the judge dismissed the case okay but it was kind of dismissed because snooker was in such bad shape that he uh. couldn't properly represent himself yeah so I mean, they they they've whitewashed that like off like where mm-hmm. you know it's like you like they don't yeah even and talk and, about and, it. and let me guess he's still in the Hall of Fame but oh yeah yeah they, yeah they they, they they don't want to talk about Hogan and oh yeah yeah, yeah. I I, I, mean, I get it yeah. but come on I have a feeling you know? one day the Hulkster will will be back I, yeah. I think they're just letting those embers die down a sure, little bit sure. I mean, with all this other stuff going on this year it's probably not the year to bring back home <laughs> but who knows maybe we'll see him at the rumble but yes yeah I, i'm i'm putting my prediction and i think it's going to be the undertaker so we'll just have to see this sunday what what uh what comes well, out l- yeah let me ask you something about the the royal rumble what did, what did they call the um the royal rumble style match that they did in wcw oh that was called um World War Three. Okay. Yeah. And did they only ever do that once? No, they did it quite a few okay, times. Okay. Okay. I was pretty... going to say, is I thought they did it a few times. But that seems like a name that would have happened yeah. once. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a uh, it was a sixty man. Okay. Battle royal. So it was okay. even more. But it, I could be wrong. But I think it happened in like multiple rings. <laughs> like it was like a three rings that might have been. I know they had war games that was like yeah. that where it was in the cage and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, World War Three was well, a huge. The, uh, uh, the reason I ask is because I, I used to have this WCW Nitro video game for the Nintendo 64. Okay. And I used to play this all the time with, with my cousin, Alex. You met him before, yeah, you know? Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, and we would uh, we would play this game, and it was super cool, you know? And I, I think, actually, um, uh, another friend of ours, it was his game, uh-huh. but, uh, but we would go over there to his house and we would play it. But one of the coolest things was I remember I was with my other friend. His name is Will, and our friend Rich. Uh-huh. You know, and we went out there and we're playing this WCW Nitro game and we're playing the Royal Rumble style match, whatever uh-huh. that was. Now, at the time, I wasn't very familiar with the WCW at all. Sure. So, you know, my other two friends have no idea anything about it. It was just a game <laughs> somebody had bought for him. He's not a sports guy at all. Doesn't like wrestling. And I was like, dude, let's play that because I do like wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah. So we get down and we start playing through the game. We get about halfway through this, like, I'm just going to call it the Rumble. We get about halfway yeah. through the Rumble and Sting... <laughs> is the next opponent in the in the match but he still descends from the zip line on the ceiling oh like the crow know, and st- yeah, 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 yeah with yeah. his baseball bat and stuff like in the middle of the rumble <laughs> and i remember my two friends who had no idea about wrestling are like is this guy like an angel or something? Like <laughs> my friend's like, it's God. It is God himself. He has come down to kick ass. Look, he brought a bat. And of course he would always come down computer controlled and beat the shit out of all of us and throw us out of the oh, ring. That's funny. You know, and then we'd have to come in as the next guy or yep, whatever. Yep. But it became a staple where every time we would play the game, you know, he would, uh, you know, you'd see the little card at the bottom sting. Yeah. And then he would descend from the heavens above. And we were like, Oh, the coming of God has come to oh. seek his revenge on the puny mortals who betray. <laughs> that's pretty awesome 
man. No, those those old wrestling. I mean, I know now they they've got all these wrestling games still, but uh, you know, sometimes it's almost too complicated to figure out all the moves and stuff. But yeah, well, definitely looking forward to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and we hope that you are all geared up and ready for a rumble yourselves because first up we have Professor Elemental with fighting trousers. What's that you have in your hand, boy? Pass it over. A telegram. Oh dear. Seems someone has been biting me. Fetch me my trousers at once. No, not those. Those are my time travel trousers. Those are my tea trousers. That's it. Those ones. My fighting trousers. Regarding your recent foray into the rap business and the scene you portray See, I don't normally approve of war games But he's buying is what they all say And by Harry, they might be right This is hip-hop, not an Elvis night Shelve this professor impersonation Let it end now, it's impertinent waiting You seem a reasonable chap What you need to do is rap and not parody chap hop Cause that's not proper, just not cricket Put away your ukulele or I'll tell you where to stick it I don't like your tweet, sir We'll teach you the professor's ready Not Let's see who strikes the loudest Lose Put on my fighting trousers I've got super producers and fans that play me You have a granddad's moustache and a ukulele Don't look around, sir, I'm speaking to you Roll up your shirt sleeves, Queensbury rules Never test professors with the cleverest wit Let's settle this like gentlemen armed with heavy sticks On a rotating plate with spikes like Flash Gordon And you're Peter Duncan I gave you fair warning When this George form be clear is performing audiences go home before he begins talking a new career might be more rewarding i'm a bright brighton peer your raps piers morgan i don't like your tweet sir will teach you the professor's ready not let's see who strikes the loudest lose put on my fighting trousers i've not seen you at ciphers or workshops with kids or gigs dear sir you're not worthy of this sold out a coca-cola used for a trend and that means you're banned from using a pen hope it's safe to assume you won't do it again set foot on my stage and get ruined again be out mr b i set the egg timer there's not room in town for two gentlemen rhymers leave town by the end of this instrumental yours etc etc sincerely and so forth professor elemental i don't like your tweet sir will teach you the professor's ready not let's see who strikes the loudest lose put on my fighting trousers Sorry, I'm sorry, Jeffrey, but it, it gets my goat, gets my dander right up. It's bloody told him. No, no jazz solo. This is supposed to be a diss song. Jeffrey, get off the drums. And that was England's own Professor Elemental with fighting trousers. Oh man, I really like that track, don't you? Oh man, that's a great one. You know, and it, it's like if you check out the video on YouTube. It's also like kind of set up almost like Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like in like a, a, a boxing ring and stuff like yep. that. And it, it is. I know you had mentioned while we were listening to the track that, you know, that just had a phenomenal video. Yes. 
Oh yeah, totally. It's like a lot of fun. It's very cool, but it, it plays well. Like you said, it, you know, the raging bull old boxing sort of aspect yes. to it because it's that kind of almost uh, turn of the century boxing kind of yep, thing, yep. but it lends to the whole feel of the song, which is that it's this very kind of, you know, proper and professional way to box someone, you know, exactly, that you put on your, yeah. your fighting trousers to go out yeah, and put have, have a brawl, you know, and everything. <laughs> and I like that because it encompasses such a huge part of the British culture that sure. is this odd duality that they have. Yeah, it suggests something about the duality of men, you know, <laughs> but it's like here they are ready to fight. But they're going to do it as professionally and as kindly exactly. and as gentlemanly as possible. <laughs> so I, I kind of like that whole demeanor. I mean, here in America, we mostly just kick the other guy in the ding, ding, and run. But, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, uh, definitely, man. Like, you're right. It, it, it's the style. Yes. Like you said, it's the whole thing of um, uh, etiquette. You yes. Know, it's very, very exactly. etiquette. That, and William Regal taught me etiquette. So, <laughs> you know, um, I definitely remember that. Another throwback for some wrestling fans there. There you go. But, yeah, I love the the smoothness of the song, though. Oh, you know, he, the very yeah. soft kind of, you know, like he says, almost jazzy track, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. that lays on it. And then, man, just the raps are so smooth that it's one of the few songs you'll hear where, like, the rhythm of the song is just a, every bit as smooth as the rap. Oh, yeah, and you, you love know? it. Yeah, da 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 Yep. Da. And, yeah, that's, you know, it's funny, like he mentions in there, it's a diss track. Yes. And it's a diss <laughs> track to another um, rapper, mm -hmm. you know, uh, named Mr. B, you know, which I know we're familiar with, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, definitely like, it, it's just, it's so funny that, you know, he, he chose this particular artist and it, but it's like, even if you don't know that, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a great track to listen to. And, um, it's funny because, you know, it, a lot of people would kind of throw that into like the nerd core sure. genre. Well, professor elemental has created his own core called, uh, chap hop that's that's what he calls it you know nice. and, and i guess even mr b and you know him and mr b are actually friends and yeah you know, it's kind of have fun with it you know but yeah so it's uh it's a lot it's a lot of cool stuff and he's uh he actually just recently collaborated with steam powered giraffe oh Remember yeah we saw them at the orlando nerd Fest yeah they had a huge like crazy <sighs> steampunk following i mean i guess there's probably not a lot of like giant steampunk bands <laughs> like that but yeah. even still like they brought the crowd man oh, I mean, there was woo. tons you know yeah i remember the following year um mm -hmm. i think when they announced the next orlando nerd fest mm -hmm. there was like a bunch of people just jumping on the event page being like where's steam power giraffe <laughs> like so yeah you're right i think like yeah that did have a lot of a lot of drive you know yes. plus you know a composer from Final Fantasy. I mean, that that, yeah. that first Orlando Nerd Fest was just the mm -hmm. bomb. What a yes. great time. But yes, uh, back to Professor Elemental. Yeah, definitely check him out. He's on Bandcamp. I know he's on iTunes. Um, awesome, you know, nerdy music coming out of uh out of england yeah there, and so. we'll we'll go ahead and we'll we'll i'm sure throw a link to his uh, uh awesome really cool video here absolutely uh, on our facebook page and go ahead and give it a like if you'd like to hear more chap hop on the power hour of love in the future <laughs> absolutely and much love goes out to our uk listeners you know oh and, yeah uh, definitely so that's a special treat for you guys <laughs> yes absolutely well awesome stuff by professor elemental and Man, you know, with that awesome track, we're going into an awesome segment that we know everybody loves. Video Game Zone. Well, I know it's definitely my favorite segment. I know Senior Boyle likes that little sound effect more, oh, I, I think, it. than anything else. 
That's that's my favorite segment. I know. He just likes playing that little Super Mario thing. Well, hey, it's perfect that we do have Super Mario on that clip. Yeah, it sure is because we're here to announce today that Super Mario Odyssey, the first Mario game coming to the Nintendo Switch, will feature Mario traveling through New Donk City. New Donk City. You know, that probably means he's going to be going up against his old nemesis. Yep. Donkey Kong. Which is the big throwback to the original, like, incarnation of Super Mario when he was in Donkey Kong, you know? Yep. And he was going up to save the princess, and he kills a big gorilla for some reason. I know. It's it's kind of a tragic story. It kind of mirrors the, uh, you know, King Kong sort of thing. Exactly. Where it's just some guy who's like, oh, man, I like this girl. And then someone comes along and kills him so he can have that girl. You're yeah. like, that's kind of sad. You, you almost, you almost <laughs> like, wonder how Miyamoto got away without like that. <laughs> <laughs> Japan, that's even how. Even Kong. <laughs> it was even Donkey Kong. Yeah. It was a Kong. Uh, no international copyright law. That's how. <laughs> but the, uh, no, what's, uh, oh, plus I think King Kong might be public domain. Wasn't that like Good black point. and old black Good point. Yeah, it was 1933. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. like you said, enough years had passed. I'm sure some movie studio or something has the rights to that sure. now. Oh, what is some movies, probably Universal, right? That they're has it in out, their freaking theater. They're coming out you know? to the, to the upper upcoming uh yeah yeah skull call. island and, yep. and everything with yep. sam jackson that's what i want to see i want to see sam jackson <laughs> fight a giant 700 foot gorilla that'd be that's gr- gonna be great but anyhow we're getting off base here Dude. the point being that originally um in the original donkey kong you see super mario he's climbing the ladders and everything and he throws little hammers yep, yep. you know and the uh the you know he has the overalls and everything like that and the original idea there was that super mario was in fact a carpenter. Oh, and yeah. And he was building yeah. that scaffolding that Donkey Kong had run up on. And so everything. I can see why he was mad about that. He was messing <laughs> up. His, yeah. He took his woman and was wrecking his stuff. You know, I guess a total jerk. It kind of sounds like an allegory for maybe something that was happening in, yeah. you know, his real life, you know, that some <laughs> other guy was taking all of credit, smashing yeah. his work and taking his girl and everything. But either way, the, um, you know, later when they introduced the pipe system as a way of travel and warping through the game, they decided to you know, kind of retcon Mario into being a plumber. Gotcha. But uh, but it's interesting to think that the original idea was that he was a carpenter. That's very cool. And, you know, eventually, you know, Donkey Kong and Mario must have made up because, you know, then Donkey Kong went into, like, uh, Donkey Kong country and then he'd mm-hmm. appear in, like, you know, um, uh, Super Mario Kart and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's cool though that they're kind of, like you said, bringing that back to the roots. But... Yeah, but again, that's how it goes. Like, you know, they kind of become friends for a little while and they're like, oh, it's cool that you stole my girl. And then yeah. before you know it, like shit gets real and yeah. they're in Super Smash Brothers beating the <laughs> fuck out of each other again. You know? <laughs> That's true. It's like, fuck that guy. I remember oh. he took my girl at one time. I'll whip oh. his ass. Or Mario Party. <laughs> 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 but that's awesome. So you said on the Nintendo Switch. So yes. I know we announced that way back when, when it first got, you know, when, it, when the news first broke. Mm-hmm. But like we got more news on that. Yeah, yeah, we totally do. It looks like the Nintendo Switch is also actually set a release date now. Awesome. Um, so it's for March 3rd. That's my mom's birthday. That's nice. And that's right after my birthday. Yeah, your birthday is on the 2nd. So yeah. there we go. But uh, you know I'm not, I'm not buying you now. a Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> I think, you know, what's funny is that's actually a power hour night. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay, so, good. Yeah, so we'll, well, maybe we can crowdfund it. And <laughs> <laughs> then the bias of Nintendo get Switch. Get Charbol birthday present. Yeah, yeah, get Charbol a Nintendo Switch. But the, well, how um, much is it? Well, it, it they did announce the retail price for it also, which is going to be two ninety nine ninety nine. I have to admit, that's one thing about Nintendo is they've always tried to keep their prices 
low, you know, yeah. when it comes. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but considering you could buy an Xbox One for that same price, it seems not super low. That's but, true. That's true. But you know, the whole Scorpio thing's going to be coming out before. So who yeah, knows? What yeah, yeah. And be. and the only reason the Xbox One is that price is because no one would buy it. So that's I kind of feel bad. I'm a super fan of Xbox One, but they've sure. been getting their ass kicked in sales for some some reason. I have no idea yeah. why. Because there's really nothing wrong with the Xbox One. It's freaking awesome. Sure. But sure. Uh, but yeah, people were Just jumping preference. on the, yeah. the PS4. I you know I saw a game announced. You know, since we're in the video game news, I'm I'm gonna I'm going to uh, jump into this here. Uh-huh. Um, but I saw that they announced a game that is exclusive for PlayStation 4 called Days Gone. Have you seen the trailer for this? Is that like a is it almost like a zombie kind of setup? It thing? is. It okay. is. It's a zombie game. It's very weird. It's about a guy who almost had like he was like a biker gang guy, mm-hmm. but then like his his gang pretty much got all killed and eaten by zombies, and now he's kind of like traversing the kind of almost like Midwest. Oh, you know, okay. so he goes to kind of like abandoned, you know, lumber yards and stuff like that and you know, you're trying to meet other actual humans. But boy, I was watching some gameplay stuff from this from, you know, a little later last year. And man, they have just hundreds of zombies on screen. Really? Oh, um, wow. With fantastic effects. Oh, that's so, cool. But the the reason I wanted to bring it up is because here it is. It's been, you know, announced at E3 last year. Uh-huh. And here it is the first month into 2017. And they still are calling it an exclusive for PlayStation 4, uh-huh. not a timed exclusive. You know, a lot of times they have timed exclusive yeah, where they say this is yeah. going to come out and then a little while this is going to come out and then this is going to come out. Uh, you know, they haven't released any other console for it, like not even PC. They're saying wow. so far this really is a PS4 exclusive. Exclusive. So, you know, I, I was like pretty blown away by that because it sure. looked like such a cool game. Because usually, yeah, you can at least get them on the PC as well. Yeah, like, that... yeah. So I, well, I, I want to keep an eye on that because the game looked great. You know, it was really, you know, caught my eye. And, uh, you know, we'll keep you all posted on that. But, boy, for all you Sony fans, you're getting a real treat sometime this year. Because they haven't even announced a release date for it yet, which is really weird, too. Wow. But, Hopefully it doesn't end up like The Last Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> Taking or, 10 years to come out. Yeah, know? or Half-Life 3. They're <laughs> still I, waiting for I, it. I just, I just read something the other day. Somebody was just like... That's just not going to happen. Like like the director <laughs> nope. guy was just like, yeah, yeah nah, dude, it just ain't going to happen. Hey, happens. hey, they all said Duke Nukem was never going to happen true. too, didn't That's, they? It did happen, probably against, yeah. Probably, yeah, when we're, should, when we're yeah. 60, that'll, that'll be coming yeah. out. Half-Life we'll, 3. We'll play it on uh, yeah. season 30 of The Power Hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I got to tell you, the uh, you know, like we were talking about with the, the Switch and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I know I've seen some... Uh, uh, some footage from like the upcoming Zelda game. Yes. I really hope they make like a new Metroid. I was always a big Metroid fan mm-hmm. back in the day. Castlevania. I mean, I yeah. made Castlevania. It would just be cool. I mean, Nintendo kind of like really gave life to a lot of those games. Yes. So yes. it would be cool to see them kind of get back on track. But like you said, the system is kind of awkward. Yeah. Until they really give us more about what the hell we're supposed to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like it's not as good as you playing a game on your phone. It's sure. not as good as playing a game on the TV. So why, you know? yeah. So yeah. what the hell is it for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But if it really does live up to being as versatile as it kind of appears on screen without having to buy a bunch of superfluous peripherals, then maybe they're really onto something because, you know, if the Nintendo Switch was something I could slap onto your iPhone as easy as my Android, sure. it may really be something worth having. Oh, so, exactly. We could use other periphery. Yeah, that yeah. would be so cool. But yeah, we'll, but have we'll, to see. Wait. we'll have to get our hands on one. Yeah. And, and, but you know, like I said, my birthday's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get a Nintendo Switch, let me know and I'll buy you like 
one of the uh, cheap games or something. I was going to say, don't <laughs> say a controller because I hear those are going to be like $90 themselves. No. Come with a screen. No, I'm going to get you one of those games that they ported over from <laughs> another crappier system, but they didn't change it. You know, like, you know the how the same. Xbox One keeps yeah. doing that where they yeah. like update graphically <laughs> and everything? No, I'm going to get you one of those ones that's a straight port oh, from like GameCube. Man. Oh, that's <laughs> a bad. digital download for like a dollar. Well, but, real quick, I want to squeeze in before the end of the video game zone mm-hmm. that a game we, we talked about probably the middle of last year called Firewatch. It's a uh, independently uh, created game. Sure. Mostly, it, I'm pretty sure now it's been released also on Xbox One and PlayStation 4, but it was, uh, was kind of like a PC exclusive for okay. a while. I've played through it. I probably spent a good eight hours on it. It was it was a fantastic game. Okay. A lot of people will compare it to like a walking simulator. Sure. But you're this dude who has he has a sick wife, and um, in this beginning you kind of you kind of set up the setup to how they met, and 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 so you control that part. But then she gets sick, so he goes out into like the uh, Yellowstone to do this fire watch job just to kind of separate oh, yeah, himself. Yeah. And he meet, you know, he has this girl who like radios him all the time, and you just mm-hmm. kind of see the story develop over, over over the course of like these eight hours. And like you know, it, it's not even like an action game. Like I said, that's why a lot of people compare it to like a walking simulator. But it just it's such a well written story that you're just mm. like, wow, it's powerful. Yeah. But. Um, I digress a little bit there just to kind of <laughs> no, explain no, okay. but they uh, uh, it just was recently announced that they had made a million dollars in sales Ooh. which is super huge for you know a game that's independently made yeah yeah now that has to be one of the only you know independent games that has reached that figure I'm sure if, if it isn't the only it, it's one of the few you sure know? sometimes things just become so popular yeah yeah well not only yeah. that but you know a lot of the Call of Duties and, and Resident Evil 7s they're yeah. chipping away $60 at a time sure now when you're sure. talking about an ex- indie game that could be as little as $5 on or sale less, yeah I think it know? would usually retail for like 20 but yeah you'd get it on Steam sometime sure. on sale for 5 bucks. so sure sure those all add up though you know so it's just really cool that they're yeah because um, yeah. yeah i know like, that's really working for the for the one million dollars though you know exactly. like they're they're you know it's it's an almost bigger achievement when sure. a smaller game can do it than when a larger one can and so. i don't see it being that type of game that would have a sequel like it's just mm-hmm. it would, it's just a nice package as sure. itself I've been, I've been playing more and more indie games and yeah well again it surpassed a million dollars so that means some big company is going to take it over and make the stupidest oh. fucking sequel you've ever seen hopefully <laughs> not well I think that's been a pretty uh, productive uh, video game zone for this week. Absolutely. And we did just just uh, mention very, very briefly what's coming up in our next segment, which is going to be our live review of Resident Evil 7. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear you play this one. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I'm going to play it live here just after the break. But right now we have our next musical break. Nilla with the illness. 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 She's ill. She sounded strong. No, I mean, ill, ill, ill. You understand? I don't hate her. I hate what she's become. Uh huh. Yo, one, two, one, two, get it while you can. I'ma do it all with a mic in my hand. Right in my stance and flight in my plans. You move kind of funny like you tighten your pants. Advance. 
Another day to conquer. See what's really good, what that world got to offer. Journey through my hood, hear them old people talkers. Post up Parkdale, the yes, yes, yallers. Yeah. Uh huh, yeah. we maintain yeah. and stay proper. Chip on your shoulder, you looking kind of bothered. Come over here, let me brush that up off you. Don't ever say I ain't try to help you prosper. All ignorant, look at what it costs you. It's all written when I'm reading body posture. See me, I won't give away them secrets. Even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. I mean it. <laughs> I dream it, then I be it. So, so free, rising up like the phoenix. Hot fire running through my double helix. DNA design, express the higher sequence. Frequent, getting freaky on them weekends. Warrior lifestyle, proof in the treatment. Cold crush the lies with the truth I'm speaking. I told y'all from time to wake up. Y'all sleeping. I'm so bossy, bitch, get off me. And I'm about to make the ill type move. To the MI, cat like a semi. I'm so bossy, bitch, get You know the drill. It's all about show and prove. Oh, say bye bye. I'ma get everybody to the sky. Hey yo, fuck this injustice. You not this, I trust it. I dare you say something. I'll nut this, stop busting. So done with assumptions. You're hating, I'm loving. Thief in the night, yeah, the phoenix is coming. You see it, I'm hunting. I mean it, start running. And never back down, it's the season of thumping. Y'all feel it, start jumping. Y'all hands in the air. Not my concern if you can't compare. I speak from the real, yes, I'm pretty rare. If you like what you see, then go cop a pair. You stopped at the window, a shopper who stares. You spent all your flow, not a moment to spare. But it's deeper than that. It's deeper than rap. It's deeper than hip hop. And we keeping track. Laid the foundation of powerful purpose and rewind the track to make sure that y'all heard it. I'm so bossy, bitch, get off me. And I'm about to make the ill type move. To the MI, cat like a semi. I'm so bossy, bitch, get off You know the drill. It's all about show and prove. Oh, say bye bye. I'ma get everybody to the sky. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? The illness, illness. They said when you got here, the whole thing started. And that was Nilla with The Illness. Oh, man. Talk about a killer track, but also what a killer video. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they just such amazing videos everyone seems to have lately. You know, I, I really enjoy that. I mean, it was like just 
the grays and everything in it because it's like a black and white video, mm-hmm. but just beautiful black and white. You can tell like when you make a video like that, the color like has to be perfect to begin with, the lighting. Sure. You know, so they get all the light and everything perfect and then you just get that great contrast and it really adds to this creepy element to the whole song, you know, because it's kind of this slow paced like building creepy song. I don't know. I really like that. I think it's perfect. Uh, I, I'm sure some people will recognize that the sample in that song comes from the movie Psycho. Nice. Like the music and, of course, some of the little sound bites and stuff like that. So I think that's also some inspiration, you know, being that that was originally, like, you know, black and white. Well, it, it still is a black and white movie, but, you know, the original one was filmed in black and white, even though it came out in 1960 when, you know, that wasn't as popular anymore. So sure. definitely kind of cool, cool homage. But, yes, like you said, uh, the definitely a scary video for a scary game that's coming up here. Okay, well, we got the lights turned down low in the studio, and now we're going to try out the new Resident Evil 7. Here you go, man. Prepare to be scurred. I like the little ticking sound. Ooh. Yeah, I remember those, right? That was like what you used to see like on the TV screen back at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's one of those color test screens. <laughs> okay, so we got some stuff coming up now. Oh, yeah. What kind of camera is that, El Bandito? <laughs> it looks like a Sony. <laughs> Uh-oh. Someone's got a cold. Yeah, who's this guy? Okay, it looks like I'm tied into a chair or something, and I'm looking around the room, and there's some other tied-up guy in the corner there. Oh, oh. oh he knocked down that camera. That's probably expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't think I can do much right now. Yep, just keep watching, El Bandito. This is, a, this is what they call a cutscene. <laughs> well, okay, this other guy has a knife now. What's he doing? Is he coming to free me? He is. Okay, good. Thank you. All right, be careful, man. Shit, he has a machete here. He's being crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't even cut through my ropes? Come on, Uh, man. What is he doing? uh Uh-oh, what was that sound? sounded like something in the distance. It was probably a fart. (laughs) Like like the ghost hunters are always like, I heard the sound. Okay, now it cut away. Oh, man. Look at this. Ooh. Great graphics. Yeah, I love the way it goes in and out of focus there. That's really cool. <laughs> Ooh, a little something to the right there. Oh, get out of the house. That's your first uh, yeah. objective here. Wow, okay, these are beautiful graphics there. <laughs> I have a flashlight. I get to look around the room here. Uh-huh. And it looks like there's a little chair here. Okay, and I have to get out of this house. Okay, what is this? Uh, press F to pick that up. Let's see. <laughs> I shall dash them against the stones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one better be bashing me against the stones. <laughs> oh, oh, it sounds like there's something. Is that me? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, classic scary door opening for Resident Evil. <laughs> oh. Ooh, the guy's little hand comes up and pushes it. That's a nice touch. <laughs> oh, man, creepy tunes. Oh. Behind me. Oh, nice. That, that doesn't look too good. That, <laughs> that black mold, that'll devalue your house in no time, you know? Oh, do, do, do. oh what's going on in here? Oh, oh that's nice. Uh, uh, seen right out of the Blair Witch Project. Some little voodoo dolls tied up to the ceiling there. That's always good. All right, so Bandito's heading down this hall. A cool shadow effect there. So. Yeah, it was my own shadow as I walked in front of a light. Yeah. Okay, there's no one else here, so yeah. aside from this being super gross, it doesn't seem crazy scary so far. <laughs> Although it's a little creepy. You know, we have all the lights off here in the studio, so oh. Oh, another door here. Let's go in there. Oh, I like how he pushes the... Oh, 
Oh, wow. Okay, that looks like slaughtered beef and stuff uh, in here. <laughs> like, we were, uh, look at the flies, man. Wow. Yeah, whole slabs of, of cabbage and stuff. Ooh, bolt cutters. I'll hey, take the bolt cutters. There you go. I guess somebody was cutting part of this beef with bolt cutters. Oh. Ooh. And some kind of weird baby doll just fell from the sky. <laughs> that was nice. Hey, there's a door. It said to get out of the house. Yeah, this is a door out of the house. Good point. Uh -huh. Okay, let's get the hell out of here. Oh, here's an F. So, I mean, I think that means it's fucking locked. Oh, you can get out if you had a key. Okay. Back into the house. Ooh. A videotape. I guess we're going to the creepy room now, aren't we? <laughs> I guess we could go upstairs. Yeah, check it out. All right, so now he's upstairs and there's some mannequins. Is it, it's it's kind of starting to get scary, I have to admit. Oh, uh, like, yeah, you don't like when mannequins start uh, to show up? You just get a little little creepy. I, I'm having a condemned flashback as all. <laughs> oh, I'm starting to get scared. I don't oh, like this. Oh, it's starting to freak you out a little it bit. It is. I don't like the some mannequins paper, and so, Some paper bags. What they, the? They just stand uh, No, that one wasn't there before. Look, and now they're all facing you. That one wasn't there when you came up here. Oh, this one I can move. Yeah. Good, I'm going to knock it down the stairs. <laughs> Fuck you, creepy mannequin. <laughs> Come up here and fucking freak me out. <laughs> Hate fucking mannequins. I know. Look, look at the other ones now, too. Quit freaking me out, man. <laughs> All right, I didn't see anywhere to watch this videotape, but I do. I want to get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> Ooh, there's anymore. the mannequin at the bottom of the stuff. It's going to be pissed that you did that to it. Fuck that mannequin. <laughs> so this is the return to horror here. Yeah. The Resident Evil 7, man. Ugh, I'm not liking this now. <laughs> I want to <laughs> stop already playing. Cobwebs up above. It sounds like there's some creepy shit behind me, and I don't like it. Oh, we went. Okay, okay, so you went through the moldy door. I did. I just barged into that moldy right, door, and I was like, Leroy Jenkins, man. I'm in this bitch. All right, so you're, yeah, you're in this, this hallway now. Ooh. Looks like someone had an accident on that door. <laughs> Are we out of time yet? I don't. I don't. I think we're out of time. No, I don't want to keep playing this anymore. <laughs> oh, there's a bloody toilet. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that's good. Lots of medicine. A blood-filled tub, which has a dead body in it. So that's nice. Okay. okay. I can tell you right now that this is an incredibly creepy freaking game. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> making you feel kind of unsettled. It, it it is it is considering you know that we're in the safety of the studio. Uh huh. Got some. Oh okay. Oh. Here's a cage. Yeah. Did you hear that noise too, man? It had some. Let's see. Can you give it? A it's locked. Okay. Thank God. Good. I don't have to go down there. No, you don't. <laughs> oh. Okay. It sounds like there's someone else here with me now careful and man. i really don't like that i'm gonna go i guess watch a video uh, go ahead you, ha you have a, you have a vcr tapes going in okay now we're back to the color test screen yep and we're watching some hijinks here derelict house from june 1st i guess that guy don't like you he's like i don't fuck around make sure you keep an eye on behind you too man make oh sure. come on don't say that yeah better watch out man Ooh, is it haunted? I don't like that. Hillbilly Joe and his family go missing. A lot of bad rumors about their son, Lucas. Ah, shit. Andre? Where'd that guy just go? <laughs> he was right here with us. Clancy, you see where Andre went? You better go with him. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be out here alone. Unfucking believable. You better stay with that guy, man, or else you're going to go missing. No, I'm not going missing. I'm hey, look at that door. That guy. door doesn't look so bad. Now. I'm not looking at anything except the guy right what here. What the fuck was that? Did you hear that? 
How are you feeling? Oh, uh, a little, a little anxious to see what's uh, going to happen here. You found something. Oh, it's oh. like a secret. Pa oh shit! Is it? Am I standing right next to the secret passage? Uh oh. Oh, there's Andre. Oh, there he is. Go check on him. Oh. Oh, what do you think of that? Oh, <laughs> Andre fell on you. Was his face in like a sewer pipe or yep. something? Uh oh. Uh oh. Here's some rednecks. Oh shit. Oh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> so that was the end of videotape number one there, huh? Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, what is that? Oh, what is And that? here's a note. I shall dash you against the stones. Oh, instead of them, now it says you. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. That's nice. There you go. All right, so El Bandito used the crouch to find this chain in, in the fireplace, so... Ooh, cockroaches. Oh, roaches. <laughs> Ew. What is that? Ooh. Back door key. Good. There you go. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> there you go. So Do they you. have a run button? <laughs> yeah. I think walking's your your typical uh What Oh, okay. What what was that there, El Bandito? <laughs> now I just got chills. Some weird guy just walked right by the door there. <laughs> and he didn't even look at me. Uh, uh, Oh, you better turn around, Elway. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Facing the wrong way. Man, there's a lot of noise. Someone's moving something. Where the hell was that door? It was this way, right? Yep. You're getting. Oh, you're moving kind of fast, Elvin. Hell yeah, I'm getting out of here, oh, man. This is oh, oh, there was that mannequin again. <laughs> okay, that was a good jump scare. All right, we're going. Good. We're going. I see it. You're I see the, the exit. Out of here? Yeah, I see the exit. All we're right, going. here we go. We're running through the meat room. All right, here There's the key to the back door. Key. Oh. Come on, come on. Put it in the door. You know I want the key. <laughs> All right, I got to click on the key, click uh -huh. on the key. Yes, click on it. There you go. Okay, okay. Right. Back door's oh. open. I'm out on... Welcome to the family, son. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, The guy man. duked me in the face, he that creepy did. guy. He punched you. He was... Oh, I'm back to this guy trying to cut my hands open. And this is back in the video of the Ghost Hunter peoples. Where did that guy even come from? <laughs> oh! Uh. Oh! Oh, welcome to the family. Okay, I guess I have officially joined the family of creepy assholes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So what'd you think of that, Albany? Oh, my God. Dude, I have to tell you, like, you know, that started off kind of, you know, hey, okay, little mystery, a little tease uh -huh. here. Let's see what's going on. And, boy, the more you get into that, like, yeah. that tension builds. Oh, yeah. It, it, it totally brings you into that level of just being like, what the hell is going on here? This is definitely taking you know resident evil to a completely different <laughs> place you know yeah it, the whole time you're on the edge of your seat and you don't realize it until after a while that you're just ready to pop out of your chair you know and oh yeah really we didn't see anything that was like a zombie or a mutant liquor or something like that like this is just some crazy weird dude you know but like you're trapped in his house yeah and it you really have puts no the idea what they want in resident <laughs> evil right <laughs> that's an excellent way of putting it yes it does <laughs> Because we're like in this guy's house on his turf and we don't even know what he wants and just trying to figure out like why someone's messing with you. 
That's a creepy feeling. That's a very creepy feeling. And um, I have to say, I don't think I'll play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely looking forward to it because it's probably going to be scary as hell. And oh, you, you, have, you, you, you get it? I'll come watch you play. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit behind you the whole time, oh, like coward it, behind you. Yeah, do it the condemned style, like when I played <laughs> condemned back in the day. Yeah, yeah definitely, good. where I just watch you play and I'm like, oh my God, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, well, thanks for you know running through the uh, Resident Evil demo. Resident Evil 7 is now available on Xbox One, PS4, and through Steam on your computer. Oh, man, and that's the cool thing about Resident Evil is they're always reinventing their franchise. I mean, you think you know what's going to scare you, and then before you know it, they've come up with something totally new. So it's pretty exciting. I'm excited to check out more of it in the future. But for right now, we're going to jump into an appropriate musical break with You Think You Know by Device. Get my band, get 
That was Device with You Think You Know. What'd you think of that one, El Bandito? <laughs> Man, that was a great track. I'm telling you, that's the kind of track that I want to play first thing in the morning. You know, or oh, get you ready like, for your workout. Hell yeah, man. You just get psyched up and you'll be like, okay, now I'm going to go outside and I'm going to kick someone's teeth in. Uh-huh. And it's the perfect song to play after you have totally had the pants scared off of you <laughs> so that you can uh, kind of recuperate and say, I ain't afraid of shit. I'm going to go kick the ass out of the rest of my day. And I don't really care about looking like a complete sissy two minutes ago. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, man, it's funny that you say that because that was also on that list of songs that should be wrestling theme songs. <laughs> so that, I think that fits right into that same thing. Like you said, yeah. people getting pumped up, ready to go, and then, you know, scaring the hell out of the, you know, the the opponent and stuff like that. So, yeah. And, you know, I had a very, um, it made me think a lot of, like, Disturbed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure those guys hear that all the time, and they probably hate it. But, um, <laughs> you know, it just it just had that sound, you know, yeah. the way the vocals were being sung with the with the drumming and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, definitely, man. And we'll have to keep an ear out for it on uh, the Lucha Underground. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, talk about wrestling. Yeah, woo. <laughs> so, hey, you know, speaking about wrestling and events and all that fun stuff, I think it's time that we dive into our upcoming events for this uh, week. Well, I know we mentioned it last week, but, you know, we have to say this again. Tomorrow night, if you ain't got nothing else going on, and we're talking about, like, you know, if you're not working, or like, you should be at the inlet in Fort Pierce to catch the legendary Dead Kennedys. Oh, absolutely, senor. This is a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity for residents of St. Lucie County to get out into your backyard and to see such an incredible nationwide, well-known freaking act. Absolutely. Like, you know, even people who don't listen to a lot of punk rock, they know that DK logo. Hell yeah. Like you see that and you're like, what is it? And it but yeah, it's <laughs> Dead Kennedys. Like they, they've been around for a long time. You know, now we're going to tell you that, you know, the original singer Jello Biafra is no longer with them. He hasn't been mm-hmm. with them since like 1987 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So but, you know, it shouldn't be a huge surprise. <laughs> but yes, like, you know, it is the rest of the band with a, mm-hmm. with a different singer. I, I forgot the band that he came from, you know, the singer that's filling in. But he's all either it was Doctor No or one of the other mm-hmm. famous punk rock bands. But either way, it's the Dead Kennedys. They're going to be playing Dead Kennedys songs, and you go check it out. They're all, they're also going to have a performance by Reagan's Youth, another well-known punk rock band, mm-hmm. plus some awesome locals, Church Girls, and Break the Hero. So it's probably a little late to get your advance tickets now. But yeah, yeah, it's a little, so little, little, little too late. But what the is, show's probably going to run you thirty dollars at the door. Oh, it it's going to start at six thirty p.m. But you're going to be able to hang out on the inlet. You know how that goes, man. Oh, They're going to yeah. have all sorts of food and bars and drinks and oh, people partying. And with the Dead Kennedys there, I would not be surprised if there was a bunch of half-naked women as well. So it probably sounds like a place you want to be. And uh, bring your kids. Absolutely, man. You know, if Gordon Ramsay can go to the inlet, so can you. Oh, yeah. It's good enough for you, man. And yeah, Gordon Ramsay was just here last year, so the food probably doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, man. Well, that'll be quite a sight to see tomorrow night. But hey, that's not it. This weekend has a lot of cool events. And the next one I want to talk about real quick, uh, El Bandito, because, you know, we're actually going to be at this one partying it with Justin Jordan for Podunk Radio. Ooh, yeah, and I'm very excited to get out there and rub elbows and hopefully some other things with some fans. <laughs> Absolutely. On uh, January 28th, which is a Saturday, it's uh, the Back Alley Art Festival, which is going to take place at the Brewhouse Gallery in Lake Park. 
uh, the timing is going to be from 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. I mean, definitely a long day of of uh, of people coming out, checking out different art, getting to talk to all different kinds of people. Like I said, I know we're going to be out there mm-hmm. for some portion of the day and hanging with uh, Justin uh, McPatches. You know, I know he's got some art to sell, plus to also tell people about uh, Podunk uh, Radio. So it should be a great time. So we'll be excited to see you guys down there. We hope you come on down and check it out and party with us. And, you know, feel free to buy us a drink or whatever or, you know, sucker us up. But, you know, if you're good looking, hey, maybe we'll buy you a drink. Yeah, yeah, they'll definitely be having a, a big mural made up that they're already working on. So it should be really cool to see that in its completed phase. So, yeah, it's going to be just be an awesome Saturday. Come on out, see some great art, get to hang out with us. It should be a real blast. But on that same Saturday, January 28th, if you happen to be a little further down south, perhaps in Erbandito's old stomping grounds of the beautiful city of Miami, you can check out Green Jello. Oh, man, Green Jello. We just partied with them, you know what, maybe six months ago? Oh, absolutely. And a party with them is never to be missed, my friend. And they're going to be performing down at Church Hills Pub. It's an 18 and over show. It's only 15 bucks, and it starts at 8 p.m. Should be a really awesome time. I have heard that there's going to be a, a ton of opening acts before them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Green Jell will probably take the stage at midnight. So, hey, if you play your cards right, you know, you probably go hang out at the back <laughs> alley uh, art show. And then, you know, later head on over and see Green Jello down in Miami. Oh, definitely. You know, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. So you can get down there and catch the action on both fronts. Awesome. What what an action-packed weekend we have coming up. We got Dead Kennedys, you got the art show on Saturday, and then you also got Green Jello in Miami. Like, woof. Well, we can't can't get much more action-packed than that. Oh, definitely. You'll have to go out Friday afternoon and make sure to buy a case of energy drinks to put in your fridge. So come Monday morning, you can pound a ton of them and actually make it to work because you will be worn out from how kick-ass this weekend is going to be. <laughs> Absolutely. And with that being said, it's about time for us to roll in to our next musical break, which is Shark Valley Sisters with Kill the Day. Hey, 
And that was Shark Valley Sisters with their hit, Kill the Day. Ooh, that was like a, a kind of little, um, what, what do they call that? Um, uh, I like to call it my boil casum. <laughs> very nice. That was a very good read, senor. I was trying to pull the words. All I could think was it was the guy that voiced Robin in the old I, Batman and Robin cartoons. <laughs> I was like, did he really voice name? Robin? He did. It was great. I remember, uh, I think it was Frank Caliendo did a great bit about it because, you know, he, he does the great impressions where he's like, yeah, and then Casey Kasem did the voice of Robin. So every time he heard him, he couldn't get the fact that it was Casey Kasem out of his head. And it always sounded like he was like, holy jeez, Batman. Oh, he's so like, you're talking about the like the 70s rock. Yes. Like, okay, so not the... Okay, I'm, no, are you thinking uh, like Batman <laughs> 1992, 91 yeah, animated series, yeah, yeah. man? I was like, no, well, no way. I was no, like, I mean like the Super Friends one, man. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Because it was funny. I just recently saw a thing where you could like send that guy a letter and like he'll send you an autograph photo. And I'm like... <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. Hey, man, the guy was a legend in his time, you know. So, well, one thing I have to say about the Shark Valley sisters, you know, mm-hmm. they're from uh, South Florida, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, but I gotta say, with the title of that song, when I first saw it, "Kill the Day," yeah, I was thinking like I thought it was gonna be some like death metal <laughs> song. You know, that song didn't sound anything about killing. Like no. I mean, it was cool and all, but I mean, I'm just like, "Kill the Day." It just it sounded like they were really happy about killing the day. <laughs> Maybe, I think they mean kill the day is like chilling at the beach or something. <laughs> oh, good day. Oh, oh, yeah. oh good day. Good day. Like, yeah. Like, like okay. Yeah. yeah like, like they killed it just like hanging out. They're oh, like, okay. oh man, we killed that whole day in two seconds because it's the time flies and you're having fun. I guess that's what they mean because it sounds like one of those like surfer punk songs, you know? That's true. Well, hey, guess what, man? I think it's about time for us to kill the day because <laughs> it looks like we've run out of time here, but it was a great show. It was. Got some great, you know, stuff with, you know, video game zone. You got mm-hmm. to play that very scary you know, uh, Resident Evil yeah. demo. I'm some... hoping to kill the night and yeah. then it goes by very quick and I don't have to be yeah. scared. Be scared or... I hey. hope nothing kills me. <laughs> but we do got a very special announcement to make before we head out. And Ooh. that is in two weeks, it will be our anniversary show. So February 9th. Yeah, it will be not only our anniversary show, but it will also be our tribute to St. Valentine's Day, which kind of kicked off the Power Hour of Love. Yes, it did. And we are going to have a number of uh, uh, exciting new announcements to make on that day for uh, new things that are going to happen here on the show. We're also going to have some special guests um, appear on the show. And uh, we may even have some prizes for all of you beautiful people out there. So make sure you go to powerhourofloveof at gmail.com, send us a message, hit us up on the Facebook page, like our Facebook page, and you know keep tuning in so you can find out how you can win some of these fabulous prizes and so that you can get in touch with all the amazing things coming out for 2017 here at the Power Hour of Love, only on Podunk Radio. Exactly, man. Be sure to tune in with us every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Podunk Radio It's where you want to hear the Power Hour of Love. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great. But what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce.
you can tell Casey Kasem played Robin, because Batman and Robin coming on the crime scene, Batman's like, who could have done this? There's Robin. Look, Batman, there's a letter from the Riddler. <laughs> and he writes, Dear Batman and Robin, it's been a long time since I last saw either one of you. But while I was in prison, I came up with the most diabolical plot of all time. A plot to take over Gotham City and the rest of the world. But I needed a partner. Batman, because I'm the Riddler, I can't tell you who that partner is. But the answer lies in a song from 1974. <laughs> Holy midnight tokers, Batman, it's the Joker. 